Welcome. My name is Paula Ramirez and this is Chicana Mom Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to all the hardworking Chicana moms and their familias. We talk about life, parenting, the emotions we go through as human beings, the journeys of the struggles and triumphs, life stories, God, education, music, and more. I strongly believe we're connected in this world. Unidas creamos cambio. Querer es poder. Now let's get started. Welcome, Chicana moms. I hope you're having an amazing Sunday. And yes, I don't know if you've caught on to the pattern for many of you who listen to me. I don't know how many um, people actually listen to me because I have many uh, podcast stations in different places, but it's okay. Um, I was told that no matter what you do, um, it doesn't matter the number of people that listen to you can only take one person from 10 or five people that listen to you can help you and transform your life. And not that I'm waiting for that one person, but for me, it's just like, you know, consistency pays so much. I mean, it pays off a lot. And I learned that from my father. And that's who I want to talk about today. Mi padre, my dad, um, I call him mi pan con leche. Um, and I'll tell you how or why I made up these nicknames for my dad, but my dad is someone very special to me. Um, as a Chicana growing up with a Mexican, um, father, I have to say that I've learned so much. He's such an amazing human being in my life. Um, he's a hardworking man. He has worked so hard for my brother my mom and I, um, yet of course every family has its ups and downs, but overall I've never grew up seeing my dad be a machista and I'm very grateful for that, honestly, but, um, I want to talk to you about my father, uh, mi apa, <laughs> uh, mi pan con leche, which I call him that. And overall, I want to share a little bit about who he is and the relationship I have with him. And then I want to talk about why fathers are so important in our lives and just explore that a little bit more. So stay tuned. We will start with that. And thank you so much for being here. Now let's get started. Okay, so I want to start off by pretty much telling you who my dad is. Um, my dad's name is Andres, um, but some of his friends call him Andy. And that is actually my middle um, brother's name, just like my father. Um, my dad was born in Dolores Hidalgo, um, Guanajuato. And my dad, let me tell you, he has an amazing spirit. Like, he's, he loves to joke around. He loves to say jokes. 
Um, that's what I mean by joking around. He doesn't do pranks on people. I'm talking more about him um, knowing so many jokes. I've never in my life met anyone besides my dad that has ever like said so many jokes like that. It's so funny. Like we couldn't be sitting down, just eating dinner, breakfast, brunch, whatever you call it. We or just chilling in a chair, just not doing anything. And my dad will just bring a joke, and that's just amazing. Now I'm gonna share with you my experience and my memories that I have with my dad. Um, growing up, um, my dad was always um, in in the home. Thankfully, my dad was not an alcoholic. I would see him drink here and there, but he was not an alcoholic. He's just very, um, very friendly, loved to work. Um, anytime we would go to the swap meet and for many of you, I don't know if you had this ritual, but me and my family did, we would go to the swap meet right after mass. And, um, and yeah, it, it, <laughs> I would cry cause I wanted a doll and my brother would too. And thankfully, my dad would give in, you know, and he would buy us our dolls. Well, buy me the dolls, buy my brother. I don't know. I don't know what the heck he would buy him. But um, so my dad, yeah, he spoiled us at some extent. Um, And if it wasn't for my father, I would never have toys, honestly. Um, My mom, on the other hand, she provided more of like the clothes, the, you know, the food. I mean, all the necessities but I guess my parents balanced out but the thing is that I'm not going to portray my parents as perfect because obviously they're not Um, me being a daddy's girl um, it really gives me this deep connection with my dad I respect him so much so when I was in elementary I just remember my dad playing with me and I've mentioned this before in another podcast but my dad um would grab me and throw me on his shoulder and he would pretty much walk around the house pretty much saying costal de papas que quiere costal de papas and I was a costal de papas <laughs> not that I was chubby or anything like that but he would throw me on his shoulder and walk around um, and then he would do it to my brother and so I today actually for Father's Day I'm like dad Hazme el costal de papas. And then he just started laughing. And he's like, yeah, when I used to throw you on my, um, cuando me te ponía aquí arriba en, en mi hombro y te decía, costal de papas, costal de papas. It was so much fun. I remember that. Um, and I remember having this pink bike where my dad, um, he painted my bike because it was a weird, funky color. And my dad actually, he paints cars. And he's been doing that for over 30 years and he does an amazing job. I He just loves it. He does great work. Um, and the thing with that is just like, I'm just kind of scared, you know, because he, there's so much chemicals with that, that I wouldn't want him to get sick. So I'm always like, put the mask on, do this, detox, you know, detox your body, drink some lemon baking soda and water. And he's really good at that, actually. Thank God. Um, but you know, growing up, I would always see my dad just like fixing cars and, um, cause he had this business on the side and I would pretend I was his secretary and he would just go along with me. I'm like, tienes que firmar aquí porque ese es el contrato para entregar este carro. And I was, I don't know, I think I was like seven, eight years old. 
Um, and he would always like work with me. <laughs> he was my, I was a boss and he was my worker. <laughs> but it was so much fun. I remember my dad having so many tools in the backyard. I mean, a lot of tools. And it was just interesting because I would always go out there in this like little, um, like little shack, little house where he had all these tools and I would pretend that was my house and I would play dolls there. And, um, it was really fun growing up, you know, um, with my dad being present. Yes, he worked a lot. My mom was the one that was more involved, um, with us, but my dad always made his, the time to play with us, to make us laugh, to play ball, to do different things. Now, one of the things that I don't really remember, um, seeing my dad do is ever picking me up from school or also, um, you know, going to meetings. It was always like my mom, but knowing that my dad always gave me that love and respect, like I was okay with it. I was, I didn't like resent him for that. Um, but my dad is just someone who's very humble. He just, he, he makes people laugh. I'm not kidding you guys. Like everyone that knows my dad always says your dad is an amazing man. Like he's so awesome. He has a good heart. He's kind. Be, you know why I say that you guys? And yes, I am bragging. He's my dad. And again, my dad's not perfect though. Okay. But, um, my dad, I've never in my life have ever seen him get angry towards anyone else. Yes, you'll get mad at my mom here and there, but not to the extent of abuse. Um, but let me tell you this, though, you guys, because I was a teenager. I was a little bitch. I really was. I was. I would rebel uh, because I had a lot of resentment and anger towards my mom. So the way she was raising me, and not that like it was like horrible, but there was moments where it wasn't. Those things were not necessary. But um, my dad definitely set a tone of like. Um, being present with me. So that's why I don't resent him. And like I said, the the things that I remember from my dad are those great things. But going back to what I was saying that I was a teenager, I was a little bitch. And the reason I was a little bitch is because I was going through my adolescent stage. And we all know that stage is kind of like, I know it all. Nothing's going to happen to me. Well, I remember one day being a bitch and I, I did deserve it. My dad slapped me. He slapped me in the face and I couldn't believe it. I mean, not to the point where he left me a bruise, but it was just kind of like, Cállate. and I'm like, oh, my dad slapped me. What the hell? You know, um, but that's the only time. But I know, you know, I know we don't be we don't deserve to be hit as kids, obviously. Yet I think that fathers play in a very important role in a female's life, you know. As moms, I think that, I don't know, we love our our boys, for example, but we're never going to ever replace the, how can I say it so that I don't get mixed up, but um, the reason I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bringing this topic is because I've heard a lot of single moms say I'm playing the role of both mom and dad. But honestly, I think that no one ever will replace um, the role of a father. It's so different. But I understand where the single moms are coming from. You know, they want to, if it comes down to playing soccer with them, usually the dads are outside playing soccer. So the mom's like 
F it. Like, I'm going to do it for my kid. Like, I get it. I know where they're coming from. But I, all I'm saying is that a father plays a very important role. And, and let me tell you, my dad um, gives me that love even until now. I am 38 years old and my dad still hugs me and he kisses me and he'll say jokes. He gives me his attention. Um, my dad never made me feel any less or ever um, made me feel like I'm not important to him whatsoever. But I do have to say that when it came to growing up with my dad, my mom, my mom was a little bit more of like the verbal abusive, um, frustrated because obviously she had to deal with this and I understand that. Um, but there was times where I wished my dad could have like said something else a little bit more stronger, like stood up and took care of me emotionally because my mom was at some extent verbally abusive, but, um, that's the thing, you know, things change and I'm so grateful that I have an amazing relationship with my parents now. Um, and I had it before, but I think now it's so much better than before because I was a teenager, I was rebellious, and I think you guys can understand where I'm coming from with this. Um, but either way, um, like I was saying, uh, my dad uh, was born in Mexico and he actually migrated here to the United States um, several times actually in the 70s because... Um, he was single and he actually, um, immigrated to, and he lived in Texas for a while. And I always remember my dad sharing the story that he arrived with no money in Texas and, um, he didn't know what he was going to do because he was caught by La Migra several times. Um, but he remembers just kind of, I don't know if he was asking for money or someone came up to him, but it was a um, a cowboy, uh, a ranch owner, um, and gave him $20. And with those $20, he said he was able to buy food. I always remember my dad telling me that story. And whenever I see like, um, people asking for money, I always think of that. Someone helped my father back in the days. Like I want to help someone back. It, I don't know. It just that give, uh, you know, giving back. Um, not just because that happened to my dad, but I, I don't know. I just always remember that. And my dad was telling me that there was, uh, a granjero that he was really, really awesome. He gave him shelter, him and his cousin, and they were able to stay in the uh, barnyard, I guess he described. And he said that he worked there for a couple of weeks and then he left. And every time he would come back to the United States, through Texas, um, he would go back to that ranch, um, and that man was so nice that he would give him a job. Um, and he remembers being given some boots and some shirts. And I think that's one of the things I would like to do for my dad, like take him to Texas and because he really loves country music, by the way. And it's really interesting. I personally, it's kind of hard for me to like country music. Um, I haven't really found that one song that everyone says there, there, there's always that one song that gets to you, you know, because country music is just like a, a story and it's like love stories or whatever. But I like more, I'm more into like Spanish rock or like rancheras. I love corridos. I like banda. Yes, I do. Um, and I'm proud of it. I don't care. <laughs> That's just what I like. And it's funny because my mom doesn't like banda and my dad's not. Like, he'll listen to it, but he's not so into it. So I'm like, where the heck did I get this from? Um, so my dad uh, migrated here 
several times, like I said, in the 70s, but actually then stayed here um, a couple of months before I was born. Uh, like I said, I was like really close to being born in the FA, but I wasn't. Everything happens for a reason. Isn't Everything happens for a reason. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, so let me tell you, my dad's dream is to be a locutor. He wants to be a locutor. He loves, he wants to be in the radio. And one of the things that I am planning to do is for, to create his own podcast and just for him, for him to do and say whatever he wants. I mean, obviously respectfully, he will, he's not, he doesn't disrespect people, but I think I want to do a podcast for him to say jokes because he's so funny and I want to give him that, you know, I wish I had all this money in the world to buy him a ranch and buy him like horses because that's what he loves. Maybe one day, or I should say one day I will. Um, my dad also, when it comes to family, he loves to have a great time. He's extremely outgoing. I think that's where my brothers and I get it from, but also my mom's really outgoing. My mom's more más aventada, but my dad also is like, he loves to have a good time. And I love that for my dad because my brothers and I have adopted that. And it's just, it's just really cool. You know, we're not shy at all. So that's a great thing. So that's just a little bit about my dad because obviously I can sit down in here and I don't think you would want to hear every detail because first of all, I would have to have him, I think, here with me to interview him and I think I'm going to do that one day. But right now, I want to tell you about him and, and you know his story. My dad, until now, he still works painting cars and he loves it. Um, my mom... And my dad are, I don't want to say in love with it, but I should say they're addicted slash in love and fascinated with gardening. They have so many plans. It's crazy. I mean, at first I was like, why do we need all these plans? This is raunchy. Like, what the heck? But growing up now as an adult, I'm like, wow, plants are beautiful. They have life. They bring oxygen. It's just amazing. And yeah, my parents, they, their quality time is gardening. My dad will talk about each plant. He'll take me out. By the way, the nicknames that my dad gives me, because I was going to tell you this, um, is Flacencia. <laughs> because when I was little, I used to be so skinny. So it's Flacencia, Flaca. Um, that's pretty much both of them that he calls me. Um, Rare the time when he texts and he say my niña and it's so cute to hear that. But the name that he calls me a lot is Flacencia, Flaca, Flaquita. <laughs> I mean, I'm not that Flaca anymore that much, but either way, it's nice to hear. <laughs> um, so my dad would be like, Flacencia, ven para acá, mira, te voy a enseñar esa planta que planté, mira, esa de allí, esa de allá. Y ya ya me está creciendo, está bien bonita. So I just love to give my dad that it, like a full attention um, into listening about his plans and what he's done. And he loves to talk to me about the stories of when he was little. And I love to ask him stories about my grandfather, um, which passed away when he was 18 years, when my dad was 18 years old. And my grandfather drank a lot and he was an alcoholic, unfortunately, and I didn't have the honor to meet him, but 
hearing from him, like hearing stories from him, which is amazing because he was very involved with my father and his brothers. And my dad was able to see that father figure being involved, loving, caring, and seeing that family that he has is giving that back to my brothers and I, which is so beautiful. And that's why I say that a father is such an important role in, um, in a child's life, you know, and especially, you know, I mean, for both, for females and for males or, um, for any, any gender, obviously it's, it's important. Um, and as I always sit with my dad and I speak to him, I mean, I, I, I talked, I don't know why that sounded a little too like for a speak to him. <laughs> I talked to him about, um, his life. I ask him questions. It's just, I love it. My dad just has, I, I sometimes, you know what you guys, I sit sometimes and I, I just stare at my dad and I just love him to death. Like he's just awesome. And when I'm getting emotional, <laughs> but I, I love him very much. And I wouldn't ever imagine like ever not having, having him in my life. But I think as a mom, I can see the importance and the responsibility that I have to be able to create an amazing relationship with my husband so that my kids have a good, stable home. Um, Because let me tell you, maybe you might disagree on this or not, but if you do, it's, it's respected. But this is just my point of view. I think that sometimes, sometimes, okay, Um, as mothers, we do have this responsibility and this ability to be creative, to care and love for our partners and to do the best that we can to make sure that they're good as fathers. Um, but of course they also have a responsibility on their own to stand up for the, to their plate and to take care of their kids. And also, also not dismissing the fact that they should also implement a creative manner to have a healthy relationship with their wives. Um, But this is just like an ongoing pattern. You know, we were kids back then. Now we're adults and now we're parents. It's the same thing with our kids. It's just like this, this pattern evolves and our kids will become parents and so forth. But the type of parents they'll become later on depends on how we are as parents right now. So the way that fathers are involved with kids plays a very important role as well as a mother's role, you know, and that helps a child have a healthy attachment so that when they get older, they look back and be like, wow, I remember having that. And, but I also hear parents say, I remember not having that love and affection and I didn't have it, but now I'm giving it to my kids. So it's just something down the line that we just are meant to change for better, you know. Um, But I also want to add that my dad growing up, um, since he worked a lot, my mom, like I said, she would say certain things that are hurtful to me in front of my dad. And my dad would tell her, you know, like, be quiet, don't talk like that. Um, but I think that wasn't just enough. I'm not saying like for my dad to smack her or anything like that, you know, but just so that I felt, I guess, a cup, I don't know how to even explain it, but just to feel a little bit more protected 
because my mom really sometimes overdo it. Um, and I think I came to understanding now that, wow, you know, my dad was very involved. He would buy my brothers and I toys and he gave us his love. But there was just that one thing that I think I needed, which was to stand out a little bit more on my mom in a more respectful manner in a different, not crazy way, but to feel protected. Because let me tell you guys, like, I mean, ladies <laughs> or guys, I don't know who's listening, but growing up, I was very, in, like, I was, I started liking boys, I think at like 13 years old. And I think my first serious boyfriend was when I was about 17 years old. So I would bring my boyfriend over at times, sometimes, not all the time. Um, but I didn't really get this sense that my dad was kind of like, hey, he didn't put a tone like in the home kind of like to be somewhat present with them to be like, don't fuck with my daughter. Okay. Or I'm going to F you up in a way. I'm kind of glad he didn't, but I wish he did just slightly. Um, because I don't know. I just kind of felt like, oh, you know, I, it's okay. Like, not that my mom was okay with it or my dad wasn't, but I don't know if you're understanding what I'm trying to say. But, um, I just remember one time that actually, now that I'm thinking of it, um, I remember this one guy that wanted to go out with me and he was like older than me. I think I was like 18 and I think he was probably like 24 or something like that. And, um, and he would call my house cause he was my friend, but he would call my house and I, my dad, I guess he got this sense like this guy sounds too old. So my dad, I think it was the first time ever. No, actually. Yeah. It was one of two or three times that he told me, um, yo no quiero que él te esté hablando. I was like, Why? I mean, an attitude, like a teenager. Why? <laughs> um, porque no me gusta se oye muy grande y eso no me gusta flaquense, okay? Like, when my dad would talk to me like that, right at the time, I was like, whoa, like, my dad means business. So I was like, okay, you know, I don't respect that. I, I appreciated that. And I, and second of all, I didn't even like him anyways. <laughs> but I listened to my dad. It was just really nice um, to see that I was protected. But I think as females, we need that protection from our fathers. But you guys... And ladies, let me tell you this. I remember having this one dad in one of my groups and he shared this that always like will stay with me. He said, Paula, I want to tell you that after taking your classes, I've come to this conclusion that I don't have to be that father that is going to be extremely overprotective to the point where I was telling my own daughter, you know what? F all those guys that want to be with you. If they mess with you, they're going to, you know, they're going to get it. And he's like, I was coming across so negative that I was pushing my own daughter away from me. And this is what he said that always like just stayed with me until now. He said, instead of telling my daughter that, I'm going to tell her, honey, I will care and love for that guy that future husband of yours if because I know you need to love and be loved and I want you to have that experience of being loved by that special guy I don't know who he is at some point when it happens I just want you to know that you deserve to be loved 
and that I want to support you into making the right decisions to finding your partner in life when you get older or as you're dating. I want to help you with that. I mean, because this is the thing, you guys, I think that dads, when they set that tone, it's just beautiful when they're there, like hard to hard conversations. Like, yes, I have your back. Yes, I'm not going to want to fuck with you. But at the same time, I'm going to be there for you. I think that's just the most beautiful thing, honestly. And it's just unique. And whenever I remember that dad saying that, I would share with everyone in my group. Because not a lot of dads usually come across like that. To where they understand that they have to let go of their daughters one day. And that they deserve to be loved. And it's a beautiful thing to see your daughter, you know, um, walk down the aisle and, um, and walk with that partner that they chose to marry. I don't know. It's just beautiful. Now, I also want to share with you that on the day of my wedding, it's every time I remember like, walking down I I walked with both of my parents down the aisle um but I have pictures of my dad he was crying this part just uh just sharing with you guys makes me like (laughs) makes me emotional because my dad was crying um and I just remember my mom kind of saying like what the hell why are you crying but my mom's always kind of been like more of like the female I, I don't even know what to call it like Machista? I don't know if that's even the right word, but she's always been more tough. You know, my dad's just very loving. Um, and my dad cried and it's just awesome. My dad and I have a very profound relationship and he knows anytime my dad needs to talk to someone or he's going through something, he does, he always comes to me and it's just awesome that I'm able to provide that support to my dad. He's he's um he's awesome. He really is. And for those of you Chicana moms who can relate to being raised by a Mexican father, you understand like what I'm talking about. probably several of you where your dad worked a lot and sometimes he wasn't there you know because he was at work trying to provide but now as moms like we're able to understand that isn't that crazy like years have to pass for us to get it it's insane but our fathers no matter what it is that they did and let me tell you guys and ladies um that I don't know the experience of not having, obviously, a dad not, uh, well, a dad absent, I should say. But I think that regardless if the dad is present or not, obviously, he makes an, a very profound impact. Um, I've had clients that tell me, and my father was never in the picture, Paula, and I don't know... Sometimes how to share or express the love to my own kids. And I ask them, do you love your life right now? 
majority of them say, yeah, I do. You know, I, I'm grateful for the small things that I have and the people I have in my life. I said, because if you are happy with your life or just you're, you just love your life, I said, and your father is not present, believe it or not, you do owe him um, pretty much a thank you because his absence made you who you are. And the reason I tell them this is because I heard it. I heard it at one point from another professional. And I was like, it's so true. It's so true. And it just makes us better at some extent. I mean, that's the goal, right? Now I want to talk about um, stepfathers. Because on Father's Day, we don't just celebrate biological fathers. I mean, we do, of course, but we also celebrate stepdads. And stepdads play a very important role in a child's life. Man, I think it's so beautiful to have a, a man step up to the plate, love and care and sacrifice for the well-being of children that are not his, but he takes them as his own. That's beautiful. Um, my husband came into my son's in my life when he was four years old. I was a single mom for a while. Um, but my son's dad has always been like in the picture. Um, and I say like, because he lives a little farther away from the city that we live in, but he's always stayed in contact. Um, obviously it's different, right? When you live with a parent, but like I said, even if you live with a parent, sometimes, um, you don't see him as much cause they're working. So either way, um, it's somewhat the same, but I have to be, I have to be, and I want to be very grateful for my husband to have stepped up, taken care of my son, um, which is, like our son, we have a little boy of nine years old and um, my oldest is 16 and we treat them both like the same way um, as much as we can. The reason I say that is because one's 16 and one's nine. I mean, we can't give freedom too much like to the nine-year-old, you know, that's what I mean. But also co-parenting with my oldest son's dad is just really nice to get along with him. I wish him the best I don't you know whatever it has happened I'm over it like years ago and he is too but we've moved on but definitely my husband is amazing if my son or if our son needs something he'll go and get it he just really does so step does play in a very important role um one, because obviously I just share with you, but second, because I've seen and I've heard many of my clients just share that they were raised by their stepdad and he was the most awesome guy in the world. And I'm like, wow, for someone to say that is beautiful, right? And I'm pretty sure a lot of Chicana moms out there also grew up with a stepdad. Um, and unfortunately, you know, I, I have heard stories of some stepdads being very abusive verbally, physically, and sexually, and that's just, it's, it's not, not right, you know, at all, but I think that 
as individuals, we always have that one male role model, at least, that has impacted our lives. And it's just really nice to know that that it just takes one person to make a big impact overall in a child's life. Well, just like that quote says, any man can be a father, but it takes someone special to be a dad. That's so true. I just want to tell you that in my life, I'm just grateful that my dad's in my life. Um, But I feel bad for those who are not able to say that. And no matter where you are in life, even if you say, you know, growing up, I was a little girl and I didn't have my dad. There's always that male role model that you can hold on to um, for guidance, even as an adult. Get to know people who are willing to give you that guidance as a male father figure. And if you can't, it's understandable. But when you want something, you find it. Especially if you really look for it. And I'm not talking about like going out there and desperately asking people, can you be my... Obviously not like that, right? But, But just love yourself. Love yourself and know that at the end of the day, even with a dad or no dad, um, you're special, you're intelligent, and you're amazing. And you're trying to be the most amazing mother you could be. And it's all that matters. Thank you so much for listening to me. I wish every father out there and stepdad an amazing, beautiful Father's Day. And we'll stay tuned. <laughs> I love to hear from you guys. You guys can send me an email at chicanamoms.com. And I am on Instagram also on Chicana Moms Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to me. And stay tuned for more of my podcasts. Take care. Bye.